Welcome to the Jammiest Bits of Jam Storytelling Podcast, where we write short stories, rough drafts really, based on a theme and given on a dare. We're your hosts, Christina Kishwa and Cassie Soliday. So last week, yeah. you had dared me to write a story based on the theme, Disobedient Slave. Oh yes, Disobedient Slave. Which I hated. I hate that theme and I hate, hate it. Oh my god, oh is that my our gosh, food? Oh the food. Hello? Oh, hello, are you leaving it outside? Okay, hold on a second, we'll be right out. Thank you. Thank you, Bye. Oh my god, we just started, yeah. <laughs> so, now we've eaten our Thai food. Yes. And drink some more wine. Yes. Now let's get to the vodka. <laughs> now I'm falling asleep. <laughs> so, as we were saying before, we were rudely interrupted by by the delivery guy. Yes. <laughs> you dared me to write a story of what was the theme. Disobedience. Slave. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm so excited to hear what you've uh, come up with. Yeah, I was not happy to write it because <laughs> I hate this theme. Because um, there's like the obvious things that your head goes to, and it's like I don't want to be in that space. You're right. And it's not. I don't know. That's just some heavy stuff. Did you write another Twelve Years a Slave? No, but I kept it, I kept it very, <laughs> I kept it very domestic. Okay. Um, another relationship story. Okay. And it's pretty short, I'll be honest, but I'm pretty happy with where it went. Cool. So, um, I guess we'll just dive in. Yeah, I'm excited um, to hear it. I actually hand wrote Ooh, she hand wrote it, people. <laughs> I hand wrote it, so... It's very romantic. Uh, hopefully I can read my writing. I'll uh, flip some pages here. Oh, listen to that. the most beautiful sound in the world, right? Gorgeous. Never hear that anymore. You don't, and I love it so much. But yeah, my writing is pretty, like, all over the flipping place, <laughs> so we'll see. Hello, coffee stains. How hard must I scrub you to get four years of coffee off of you? I can't believe he still drinks out of these mugs. I do. Four years of marriage. And he can't find a better cup. I guess I don't, since my cup broke one year in. Goodbye, candles. One of my favorite things, besides standing near one, receiving the benefits of its smell, saved me from laundry some days back in college. Five years since I last used one. Someone has an allergy to perfumes. Every perfume, I asked. Every single one, he replied. He's unbending, and I have zero candles. Hello, laundry for two. It was a headache to do laundry even for one. You know, you'll be doing laundry for four if I actually wanted kids. Thanks for telling me that on our one-year anniversary. Goodbye, motherhood. Goodbye, kids. My future family and the possibility of being a grandmother and giving that gift to my parents. 
I can never bring myself to tell them the truth at Thanksgiving. He's there too, but he says nothing. Goodbye, family. Living two towns over was nice while it lasted, but now I'm two states away. It feels on purpose, but maybe it really is the only place hiring and the only place that would hire him. Goodbye, career. You took a chance on me multiple times. From mailroom to corner office, it was like there was no glass to break. I refused to eat the designer cake at my going away party for fear of gaining an extra pound. It looked so good, but I wanted to look good too. Hello, strange town, microscopic tiny town. An hour away from his work, he gets a commute and I get extra time roasting a duck and cutting the potatoes. The neighbors are so bored that sticking their nose in other people's business is too much work. I never see anyone. Hello, boredom. How can I waste more time before he gets home? Eat so I can wash the dishes again? Dress up and have a fashion show with my mirror? Just to do another load of laundry? Get more comfortable with my sexuality so I can finally give myself the orgasm I've long wished I could have? Goodbye, intimacy. I'm pretty sure his eye is wandering again. I'm thousands of miles away from home and this could be the one all over again. Hello, fight. What's worth fighting for? Boredom or freedom? How dumb does one have to be to ask that? How dumb do I have to be before I accept it? Hello, husband, if I could ever call you that. Goodbye, husband. I'll be taking it all back. Goodbye, coffee stains. Hello, candles. And that's it! Whoa! Than I usually do, which uh, is kind of exciting. It's like a poem. A little bit, yeah. yeah. I didn't mean for it to be, but I guess, yeah. It's prose. Prose. It just poured out of me. Pouring out of you. Um, I loved it. I was trying to track, like, the story story, right? Like, mm -hmm. the narrative. So my question is, is she going back and forth on... Because it's like, hello, goodbye, hello, goodbye, basically... But it seems like some of the things that you were saying are like, I'm stuck in this thing, but I'm accepting it. And some of them were like, I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. Was that on purpose or? Yeah. The beginning was supposed to, and to be fair, this was a draft one. I did not do a draft two. And yeah, the goal was that the first half would be the things she accepted, but in reflecting on what she's accepted, because she's bored as hell waiting for her husband yeah. to show up, right, yeah. for work, because she doesn't have a job yet, having moved to this new place. Yeah. So she's taken stock of everything that she has, and it's kind of, she's lost everything in moving to this new place, and then she realizes that she had lost things earlier mm -hmm. than the move, mm -hmm. and it's outweighing, like, what she gets out of the whole situation. Yeah. And because I wanted the move to seem pretty recent, which it is, that um, I needed a plant that they've been married four years, and, you know, like, I mean, her coffee cup broke one year in, yeah. so they hadn't moved yet, and that was kind of, like, the metaphor for uh -huh. probably where she truly, like, fell out of it, you know? Yeah. But just never really thought about it, because she was a workaholic, and, like, she was mm -hmm. focused on other things, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Interesting. I liked the candle stuff. 
the perfume stuff. I feel like there's a lot of songs that say that. Like, he didn't like when I wore perfume. So now I wear it all the time! <laughs> yeah. Or like lipstick. He didn't like lipstick on his face or mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. But no, I thought it was beautifully written. Do you think that she's gonna leave him? Yeah, I do. She wants her fucking candles, man. Yeah, she deserves her candles. Yeah. She deserves, what else does she say she, well, she deserves family. She wants one. Yeah. I mean, how shitty of him to not, like, tell her that she, that he didn't want kids. Oh, yeah, that's a conversation. But it's also, yeah. Yeah. But they only dated for a year before they got married. Uh. And, and they probably got engaged, like, six months in. Right, right, right. It takes right. at least six months to plan a wedding unless you run away together, which, maybe. No, it's interesting. It's almost like a song, too. I think we could rework it into a song. Mm. A country hit. A country hit. Yes. One of those ballads about your life. Yes, a ballad. We'll get, I don't know, Carrie Underwood to sing it or mm. something. Yes. Put some thunder <laughs> in the background for sound effects. Yeah. But, no, I think, I mean, as far as the theme, it it's the safest route to take for that theme. <laughs> Were you testing me? I was testing. I'm putting you in a corner. Yeah. It was a pretty tight corner. And it yeah. did take me some time to think about it. Yeah. Because I just... I don't know. I feel like everyone feels oppressed at some point or another. And it's sure. so easy to be in a relationship and feel oppressed. And of course, there's different definitions and different levels of oppression. And... I've been in relationships before where I felt that way. Yeah. And that was m the closest thing that I've actually felt in real life. Right. Well, you kind of took it as... It's a metaphorical type of slavery, but it's also something as women. Yeah, and I feel like we're lucky to be in a time where, like, wife no longer is kind of like owning land. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And, like, the definition of marriage is kind of changing, and it's really nice that in every marriage it can be different based on the two people within that marriage. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Definitely. you kind of define what, what that means to you. And I like that. But, you know, I think that, at least when I was growing up, there was a definite, like, standard. So when you get married... You have to take care of your husband. You got to feed him. You got yeah, to yeah, yeah. take care of the home because he's out there breaking his back for you. And um, I grew up in the Midwest, so that's kind of like <laughs> the rumors that went around with all the students and seeing their parents and whatever. Not rumors. That was stupid. <laughs> but like, that's what you kind of observe, you know. And when people are like, yeah, then you get married and you have kids. It was just like, that's the life you get. Right. You know. And so I feel like, you know, this woman hadn't been out of college that long, she still remembers, like, trying to get out of laundry. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. She, like, she probably didn't live on her own yet. She probably hopped right into this relationship. So so she didn't have time to define who she was, let alone who she was within a marriage. Right. Or in a relationship. Which, you can marry young and still be able to do those things. For sure. But it depends on who you marry, ladies. <laughs> Just be, just be sure, okay? That's such a huge ask, because this is like the rest of your life. I know. You're talking about when you get married. Well, obviously there's divorce, but I don't think anyone really wants to get divorced. Well, no one plans on divorce. Exactly. 
But, but yeah, it was great. Thanks. Thanks for sharing. Of course. You did Thanks a great for job. Thanks for listening. And uh, I definitely know that I could do better, you know, like writing. And I know it could be a lot more on point and better crafted and... I'll probably dive into it again at some point and do another draft and clean it up and everything. But for what it is, I, I'm, I'm glad I did it. I mean, if I didn't do it, like, I wouldn't have another story to put in my file cabinet exactly. of things to dip into later. And that's hey, why, that's and why we, we are. do this. That's why we're here. <laughs> Otherwise, we'd come home, be tired, drink wine, eat Thai food, and watch more Bob's Burgers. Oh. Right? Also fun. Yeah, instead we did both. <laughs> so productive. So productive. So, my turn to um, trick you into writing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Stina. Yeah. Stina. I dare you. What have we not written about? <laughs> um, I dare you to write something about a florist with a failing business. A florist with a failing business. A florist with a failing business. Okay. I think I can do that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I accept. Challenge accepted. The funny thing, folks, is that she has to accept it. She can't not accept it. But I love that you accepted it. Are you saying that I'm a slave to this? I think all for... Um, accepting and making your own choices because that's what freedom is about hooray sometimes it's a jammy bit of jam and sometimes it's a failure but we have a first draft of a story we didn't have before what will you write next we dare you to write your own short story based on the theme disobedient slave like this episode share it like us on social media or write us a review on itunes it helps us reach more like-minded writers like you follow us on facebook at jammies bits of jam podcast and twitter at jammies bits jammies bits of jam is produced by christina kishma and cassie soliday music by grace Sai. until next time keep writing and embracing the most important thing you have your voice Oh. I adore you. And now I'm going to read the story. Okay. <laughs> okay.